warm welcome. Today I'm going to talk about grief and losses because there's a lot of misconceptions about grief in general. And I want to share a bit about a discovery that we've made, which had had a huge, huge impact in our lives and the people that we served. So you might know me. I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And with my husband, Sebastian Falardo, we, we co-founded Team for the Soul. And Sebastian is a chaplain and he works with grief 24-7 all the time, you know, supporting people, especially in the hospital as they lose people, as they get sick. And I've been working in mental health for decades and I've encountered lots of grief. And what was interesting, we heard from a chaplain a few years ago about the grief recovery method. This was at our Ocampra conference. This is Orthodox Christian Medicine, Psychology and Religion. And we heard about the grief recovery method and I was like, what is this? And we Google it, we research, we read about it, and we did the training. And oh my goodness, the kind of training and work that we've and support that we received and kind of a spontaneous unburdening from the past in working with one relationship at the time has been so powerful. And both of us, Sebastian and I, we have done our inner work. Like we've been in therapy, we've worked with coaches, we are continuing our journey. We've been through lots of experiential training, professional training experiences where, you know, you go inward and then you work on expanding your consciousness and clearing up your subconscious, so to speak. And still the power of the grief recovery method has been unbelievable because here's what's happening in many of the grief support groups. People get support for the grief. They get into a support group. They share about their grief. They get the compassion. All right. And they, if they're lucky, they get into a group when there's also no judgment. And, but the underlining belief is that the grief is kind of eternal. Like you're stuck, you've lost someone and those, those feelings are going to be, you're going to be stuck with them forever. And there's this belief that's been perpetuating in our culture that there's nothing we need to do about it. And I've seen this even in mental health and many times grief becomes complicated and there's, you know, debate even in the mental health professional is grief natural. Of course it is, but there have been even discussions on a DSM-5, which is a diagnostic statistic manual about to recruit grief and what degree of grief. Anyway, without getting in all the details, I want to share the good news of this program of the grief recovery method because it's so transformational and it is an educational program. It's not therapy, but as they say in the training, it's not therapy, but it is therapeutical. And I've seen so much movement because you get the compassion You get the safety piece, right, to be listened to in a safe environment. And in the same time, the third pillar is you take actionable steps towards moving through the losses to say goodbye to unnecessary pain. And I've not seen any program like this. And because it's so powerful, it's been around for a few decades, but is growing in popularity. There's actually a book that you can buy. And this book now and process, it's been standardized. There's actually steps by step. It's a eight week, seven to eight week, depending if you're doing it one-to-one or if you're doing it in group. And I want to share all about it today. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but I will pause right here and just introduce myself. I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul, how I shared earlier. And this renewal nuggets, I want to bring small 
pieces of wisdom through decades of professional training and experience in science, psychology, spiritual care, train as a chaplain, but also train in as a life coach and also in bringing Christian faith. And as I've been also have a master in theological studies and my background of physician, psychiatrist, I've done so many trainings. But all of this to say is that I love to bring all this in small bites in such a way that I can serve you. So then you can serve others, that you can fulfill your own vocation, wherever you're called, and you can get these nuggets and discoveries that we're making along the way that could support you. So with that, let's dive in. So I was talking about the grief recovery method and how we've discovered it. And what's interesting is for the past few several years now, it's been actually evidence-based. You might have heard of this term evidence-based. What does that mean? It means there's a protocol that's showing that a systematic approach is effective, is not just placebo is not just happening because I'm thinking it's helpful. Evidence-based means it's not just that. There's actually an intervention that can be very helpful. And by the way, all those evidence-based programs usually are run by therapists, they're run by physicians, right? So this is very interesting because it's an educational program. It's not therapy. And nonetheless, it got this approval that it's evidence-based. So I want to share the good news about this. And as I mentioned earlier, there, there are several pillars. One is that it's a process that brings compassion and non-judgmental approach. It brings also safety. And the other pillar is there's actionability if that's even a word. There's actions. There are steps, small steps that one can take every time, every session that brings this movement towards releasing unnecessary pain, saying goodbye to the pain. And because I'm asked so many times about this, and I want to announce it from the rooftop that this is such an amazing process that I've decided I'm going to create this presentation and training about it so that you can know about it and you can find relief because I found it helpful all the time. So what do I mean by grief and what do I mean by losses? So there are many types of losses, right? It's not many times we think of grief when someone dies. Yes, that is a possibility. Absolutely. You know, someone, you might have lost your spouse. You might have lost a, a parent, a child, a family member, and someone close to you. There's also other types of losses such as divorce, sometimes ending a relationship, you know, maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend and you you haven't been married, but nonetheless was essential relationship. And that's a huge loss. Loss of trust, loss of faith, of safety, of, of health, loss of a career, loss of pets. Sometimes that is kind of put down like, oh, you lost a pet, just get another one. It's not that easy. We get connected. And I heard from many people that sometimes their connection with their pet was more dear to them than other relationships in their lives. And sometimes could be a loss due to a family or friend with Alzheimer. I had clients and students that have their loss was someone who is not healthy anymore and they're still alive, but it's a loss and they cannot really talk about it. It's hard to understand and receive compassion from people that way. And sometimes losses can be when positive events are happening, which is even more confusing, right? Imagine someone going to college 
or graduating from college or getting a great job or moving to a new place with a new work opportunity or having a child, right? Those are amazing events. And nonetheless, we are displaced. We are losing what's familiar. And that can bring a sense of grief if those losses are not processed. And that's what the grief recovery method, which is unpacked and discovered by the Grief Recovery Institute, you can Google that and you get lots of information around that. But I'm sharing this because it's been so helpful in both Sebastian and I, we are trained as advanced grief recovery specialists. And I wish more and more people will go through this process. And here are the myths that we hear in our world, you know, time heals all wounds or replace the loss or grieve alone. Don't talk about it. It's going to pass. Or sometimes we have to be strong for others or be strong for your little sister or be strong for your mom now. You know, you may have lost your dad and the mom is grieving and you're also grieving. You're like, you have to be strong for mom or bury your feelings or keep busy. Now, they don't talk about this in grief recovery method, but I've noticed two types of grief reaction and see if you can identify with either of them and type in the chat. Sometimes the grief, it's obvious to you. You might be like, oh my goodness, yes, I don't know about you. I've been through grief and all of a sudden I'd be fine, but then I start crying for half an hour, an hour, and then I'm fine again. And then I start crying, right? So I, I was aware I had a big loss uh, about a decade ago and I was like that in and out. I knew it was not depression. I was sleeping fine. I was doing fine, but I, my whole world was upside down and I had these emotions and I knew I had a loss and I knew I was grieving. But sometimes what happens, especially when the losses are old, so to speak, they happened to us a long time ago, they're buried inside. The loss and the grieving, it's buried inside and we're not even in touch with it. But what happens, I call this implicit grief, implicit losses. We, our mind gets in the overgear, so to speak. So our mind gets busy. We're overworking. Sometimes where people are working so hard, right? Workaholism, so to speak. So so then I've seen that, right? If the mind structure, so to speak, and our defenses are too much in our brain, in our mind, but we know we had losses long time ago, then this could be an implicit grief. So the first one was explicit grief, and I've never heard anyone talk about it. This is my own way of sharing this with you, and I have experienced both. So for example, I've experienced a big loss when I was around five, and that back then, you know, my parents were very kind, and they, we didn't know how to deal with loss. So it was all about time will heal. This was a person that was not very nice, so to speak, and I had to grieve alone. So although I was crying when I was young, when I got older, I had an implicit grief. So although I wasn't experiencing grief, I was just living 24-7 in my head, all right? And just constantly striving, constantly pushing, overworking, overworking, and that led to burnout. Now, as I mentioned earlier, about a decade ago, I had the explicit grief. I knew I lost, or even two decades, almost three decades ago when I lost my dad, I was crying. I knew I had explicit grief because I just had the loss. So I want to alert you to those two possibilities and don't ignore this idea that there might be some grief underneath in your subconscious, so to speak, just because you're not feeling like crying or you're like, oh, this happened too many decades ago. So to summarize, I want you to think through the implicit or explicit grief and see if that resonates with you. 
And want you to explore the grief recovery method is so beautiful. And by the end, you actually get skills that you can use all the time. And if you're interested in working with us, I know we have a group starting soon. We do grief recovery groups a few times a year and they're pretty intensive. They're small groups, they're online and you can DM me or you can go to Team for the Soul and just set up a free session so I can explain more if you liked and we can see if it's a good fit for you. But I encourage you also to read the book and go on the Grief Recovery Institute And this is the kind of the process. At the beginning, we talk about myths. We talk about also what they call the short-term release, STURBS, short-term energy release, meaning things that we do and we're not even aware that we're dealing with grief. Kind of like what I shared earlier about implicit grief. Sometimes that could be workaholism, that could be actually overeating or alcohol or, or just ignoring and avoiding, and we've all experienced in different moments of our lives, behaviors that are numbing our feelings. And then we go through a loss history graph. And then with that, we pick one relationship. And with that one relationship, we unpack the emotional tangle. Usually it has to do with things that we're regretting that we, we, we wish we would never done or it never said, or if I only could do, could have done this. And those regrets and guilt are staying in our subconscious and are motivating us to, can lead us to a lot of stress. We unpack also all the elements that might have led to frustrations, to anger, to resentment. And we move through a process of authentic forgiveness, not just to say from here, forgive, but actually to choose to forgive. And then we move through the process of whatever else is, they call it undelivered communications, which the concept, it's amazing. Like how many times we don't really say everything that we want to say. Now, this unpacking, the goal is not to just go to the person, let's say the person is alive, right? That you want to resolve a relationship. It's not to go to the person and say, hey, you did this and I forgive you and I apologize. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. That's going to just make the relationship even worse. This is an internal process that can help you move through your own emotions to complete communications. So this is a powerful experience. And as I said, I've been through lots of inner work, I've done a lot of inner work and I use this process. And now with the skills, because when we had to train, we had to go through our own grief process and grief recovery through all the steps, I continuously do it. And it's so freeing. It's so freeing to take, it's almost like a garden with lots of weeds in my inner universe. And I'm taking one relationship at a time and process this and take away all the weeds so that in my inner universe, I can be at peace. Because many times people wronged us and they're fine. They just go and find their own business. And here I am really frustrated, right? Or upset or feeling betrayed. And I'm the one that it's affected, right? In my nervous system. So go and check out this book. If you're interested in working with us, you can just DM me or message me and go on teamforthesoul.com and just set up a time to talk. 
And we also, in our Team for Our Soul community and Growing in Christ community, we provide this for our members. We we have we have big discounts inside of our group. We support them through the grief, through the renewal in action. We support them to continue to grow spiritually and psychologically. So either way, whatever works for you, I encourage you to check this out. And I hope to hear from you and type in the chat if you have any questions and I will look forward to connecting with you. So with that, thank you for everything you're doing. And I appreciate you and spending this time. I know your time is precious. And just the mere fact that you are pausing to take in this renewal nugget and you're all the way to the end of the video tells me that there's something that we're in the same wavelength and we're resonating somehow. I want to thank you for what you do. And I'm glad that we're here to support you. And if there's anything that you would like more, more mini trainings like this, different topics, please let us know. Type in the chat either this way or on our website, teamforthesoul.com. And there's a way to send messages because we want this to be your resource that bring value to you as you are moving through and giving to others. So with that, I thank you for all you do. And I say goodbye for now.